This episode is brought to you by Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered 22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms. Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order. Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds. Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the Colortech Creative Solutions Studios. Today, we have Julia Jurley, a local yoga instructor and mental health consultant. Julia, welcome to episode 41 of the American Grown Podcast. Thank you, Austin. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming in. So some of the topics we want to cover include, you know, how you got started in yoga and also... I think it's very important to talk about the benefits of adding yoga into your daily routine. Sure. Such a small world, but how we actually got introduced was through uh, Colleen Jones. Yes. Which, how do you know her? Her husband, um, we went to college with, or my husband and I also went to college with, and we lived together for a while. Um, we were roommates. So Colleen kind of yeah. came in the picture in the midst of all of that. And yeah, we've been friends ever since. And where, where'd you go to school? Uh, Lebanon Valley College. Oh, LVC. Yeah, Sweet, LVC. Nice. Yeah. They're, they're a client of ours here at Colortech. We do some printing and they're one of our clients. So Wonderful. shout out to LVC. Yes. Awesome. Good so, school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And beautiful campus, I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, here, here in Lebanon Valley. So it was last November, actually. I looked it up. Colleen had reached out over LinkedIn and said, hey, Julie, I think you're kind of maybe new to the area or you're just getting into yoga. That was it, yeah. I was just getting into yoga. I just got my um, yoga teacher training certificate last year. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty new to teaching yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she had reached out because she, she knows, um, you know, with the family business here being established since 1980, having some connections and things. Um, and I was just like, what a small world. Because my wife used to work with Colleen at Martin Communications. Of course. Yeah. yeah over, in, over in Mechanicsburg. So... It was just such a small world and everything came together. Um, and I'm glad yeah. to finally get you in the studio because yeah, I know yeah, it's been a while. You. I didn't want you thinking like, oh, what's this guy doing? Is he ever going to reach out? Because I know there's some some other people that want to be guests and have filled oh. out the form. It's like, I'm, I'm coming. I'm getting around everyone. It's I'm quite all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah that's fine. Again, thank you for coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, you know, your early childhood like, you know, growing mm-hmm. up and, you know, where were you born and raised? All that okay, good stuff. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in this area. I grew up in Anvil. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck, yeah. And, you know, I never had a reason to leave, you know, everything I needed. And, you know, I loved this area. I love this community. Um, yeah, grew up in Anvil. I went to, my mom worked at Lebanon Valley College, so I, they had a great psychology program, so I went to LVC, 
So that's that was my college was right there. That's perfect. Um, right? Short commute. Yeah, short yeah. commute. <laughs> and then I went to grad school a couple of years after that. I went to Millersville. Okay. Yeah, for, down in Lancaster. Yeah. Millersville, yeah. great programs. I, everything down there. Yeah. I needed was right here. And I have a great family, you know, great circle of friends and family around me. Okay. My husband moved here from um, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Yeah, to work down here. He was working in Harrisburg. I never really had a reason to leave this area. And so here I am. Perfect. Yeah. And I don't know, did I ever get your husband's name? Because we were talking about him before we started. Yeah. His name's Joe. Joe. Shout out to Joe. Yeah. He's doing some awesome stuff you mentioned down at, at Tate Towers. Is that what yeah. Tate yeah. Towers. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So, yeah. uh, so shout out to Joe. Maybe maybe one day we'll get him on the podcast too. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. have to tell him. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd love be real it. cool. I was reading your form and mm-hmm. you had said that you're journey into yoga began back in middle school? Yeah. So my aunt was a yoga teacher um, and practiced yoga for years. Okay. And so when I was younger, she would, it wasn't uncommon for her to bring me a yoga book a book on yoga or a, a yoga DVD, or if I'm going to age myself here, a VHS tape on VHS. yoga. <laughs> Those are classic. A lot of people listening probably don't know what they are, but ask your parents because they exist and they're really cool. Yes. It's like a, a, a tape with uh, imagery through it and it, just ask your parents about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she would give me this stuff. Okay. And so I was introduced to it pretty early on. Um, And I found that yoga was super helpful for me, um, even in middle school, to help manage my anxiety, um, because I also had some anxiety issues, um, and I felt like a lot of the the books and the DVDs and stuff, they did um, a lot of focus on breath work as well. Okay. So taking deep breaths and doing the poses really helped ease my anxiety, helped me feel calmer. Okay. And that's how I started it because it felt so good to just, you know, go on the mat and, and breathe. So what is, real yeah. quick, not to interrupt because I, I like where you're going, um, mm-hmm. but a breathing exercise like yes. right now for the listeners. Could we do one? We could do one. Okay. Can you, all right, <laughs> lead me through it. Lead me through it. Because I, okay. I don't feel like I, I feel okay. like a lot of people don't get like a deep breath. So. Okay. One of the important things to do is your posture. So you want to keep your okay. spine straight. So if you're you're seated, you want to make sure your spine is straight so you have enough space in your body to feel your breath. You can either close your eyes or soften your gaze. And then just for a moment, just check in with your breathing. Notice the inhales come and the exhales go. Notice maybe where you're feeling your breath. If it's maybe um, right above your upper lip, or maybe you feel it in your belly or your chest, just notice what's happening. Once you kind of have a pinpoint on what's happening with your breath, begin to take a deep breath in through your nose and an exhale through your nose. Take another deep breath in through your nose. Maybe hold it for a second at the top. And then exhale out through your nose. One more time. Inhale through your nose. Hold it at the top for a second. And then open your mouth, sigh it out. Oh, wow. So there you go. That does feel very like Just an example. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) In middle school, you know, you you mentioned some, some anxiety. And getting these VHS tapes, DVDs, and books from your aunt really helped. What was it at school? Just, just the, the pressures of 
tests and you know, friends and things? Or? I have always been a very shy child. I don't know if you can see it now as an adult, but when I was little, I was super shy, super introverted. You know, even just going to school, the act of like being around other kids was just terrifying to me. I could see definitely be, that being overwhelming, yeah. you know, especially yeah. bigger schools, you know, right. with hundreds of kids. I could definitely yeah. see that and, and trying to fit in. Yep. And so from the time I was little, I had that. Okay. Yeah. That really propelled you and, and helped you overcome your anxiety. Yeah. I yeah. would say, especially, and middle school is such a hard age group. I know for myself, I guess I could speak for myself, but I've heard that middle school can be tough. Oh, I think so. So I yeah. think that was just a great turning point for me to be like, I, you know, now that I'm old enough, I can do something about it. You know, of course, therapy is a, is a nice tool and a good place to go to get help as well. But when I was that young, and I mean, we're talking about the, or, you know, the 90s. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, um, so I'm think so at that time, for me, um, doing things on my own was super helpful. And I was able to figure out something that really clicked for me. And for me, that was yoga to help with my anxiety. I guess my take on, on like yoga, for instance, um, is very calming, very relaxing, but I never really... Mm-hmm thought about it for like like you mentioned anxiety or um but i guess it it makes total sense because that's the whole point is to calm your mind calm your body stretch and get in like a flow state don't get me wrong it's a good exercise too is it okay yeah there's different types of yoga and i think it's like there it's one of those things where it can ease your mind ease your body but also give you a good workout too yeah yeah and that's a perfect segue because literally Mm -hmm. next question i have here you kind (laughs) of also began practicing yoga you know, just as an exercise first, mm-hmm. and then you found how helpful it was with your anxiety and, and your, you know, headaches and overall stress level. Yeah. What are some of the types of yoga? Sure. Yeah. I mentioned too, like it wasn't just anxiety. I was getting some headaches and I had asthma and stuff too. So yoga was really helping with a lot of that. I mean, it wasn't like an automatic fix, but it was helpful. So the types of yoga, there's so many. I am currently doing a lot of what is called vinyasa or um, it's a flowy kind of yoga. You might um, see the titles of yoga classes as being vinyasa or flow. And they're a lot of matching breath with movement. Um, So they are a mover. They get your heart pumping. It is more of a workout. That's the kind of stuff I've been teaching and practicing for a lot of years. Um, I've also been I also do a, a bit of power yoga too. So power yoga is, I think it came from a man by the name of Baron Baptiste. He kind of put this power yoga together. And you might also see um, the name Ashtanga, which kind of is like the the roots of his power yoga. Okay. Again, a workout. Um, you're doing a lot of repetitions okay. um, in power yoga. So, so, so that's one branch. Yeah. So power yoga is, you mentioned a lot of movements Mm -hmm. um, where the flow is more practicing on the breathing with controlled movements, maybe. Yes. So there's different kinds of, there's a sequence that you do. And in power yoga, you're going to be um, doing a lot more reps, doing a lot more rounds, maybe holding something pretty for for a while. Like something heavy, like a weight? Like holding a a pose. pose. Ah, So like if you're... okay. I don't know if for the listeners out there what chair pose is. It's like you're sitting in a chair, but the chair's not there. They oh, might make okay. you hold it. Or they might make you do some reps and do like some squats mm-hmm. and then hold it. 
So very intense, very it'll get your blood pumping. Yeah. yeah. Get your heart going. <laughs> get your heart yeah. going. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, are there other yeah. types? I was talking to my wife about this beforehand because I'm like, yes. what kind of questions did you have? Because she helps me so much with, with questions and things like that mm-hmm. for the guests. I had thrown out, I think there's like a, a hot yoga. And mm-hmm. I know it's popular, but I don't know if it's a type or if it's just like a fad, but mm-hmm. uh, the goat yoga thing. Okay. So there's what a, are the, what's that? Yeah. Sure. I'll start with the hot yoga. So. Okay. Hot yoga, they call it that now, or they were calling it a little bit. It used to be Bikram yoga. There was a little bit of controversy with the Bikram guy. So they kind of separated themselves from the name. And now it's hot yoga. Um, the room is heated to like 100 and, I, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, out there, um, like 104 to 106 degrees. Oh, wow. It's a hot room. And they have a certain sequence and you do the same sequence every class from beginning to end. And it's a very heated room. And the idea is, um, you know, you're heating yourself up. You're warming the tissues of your body up. You're getting toxins out is the kind of their theory. And yeah, it's a, it's definitely a workout. So think about if you've had a, uh, workout and you're sweating a lot that's that's it that's what you want to achieve in hot yoga so, so it's like yeah. yoga in a sauna it's kinda. yoga in a sauna now there is a branch and i do it um a heated yoga so a lot of times you'll do like they'll call it a warm vinyasa okay. that's something that i would teach or um they'll say um just a warm yoga that the room's only heated to like 80 to 90 degrees so it's still a little warm, warm, yeah, but not as hot as hot yoga. Again, the idea is you don't have to do a lot of the stretching and warming up to get your muscles limber and ready to do poses. It the heat does it for oh, you. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and it just kind of um, you know helps you get warmed up before you get into the sequence. Okay, yeah, yeah it makes total yeah. sense. And during. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, kind of the difference. Yeah. Yeah. The, the temperature of the room is a difference. It's, it's a big difference, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. The, the goat yoga thing, is that, like, what is that? I have to that? admit, I have not done goat yoga okay. yet. I have had several requests and several people asking me to go to a goat yoga class. And I know some people offer it in this area somewhere. I know there's a place in Grantville that that does it sometimes. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it depends on when the baby goats are around. Right, right. right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's on their schedule kind of. <laughs> it's on <Yeah>. their schedule. <laughs> right. Yeah. So one of these days I'm going to get to it. But the idea is you're get, you do yoga around the baby goats and baby goats love to climb. They like yeah. climbing rocky surfaces. And so imagine if you're, you know, in a yoga pose, let's say, a, again, if you're a yoga person in a, in a down dog, those goats are going to want to climb. And they get up and on so, your back. And, and they, they get up on your back. And it's really cute. <laughs> I've seen pictures and, and like video yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, that's interesting because you it's think cute. their hooves, I know, oh, they look so cute for sure. <laughs> but their hooves, you think, are kind of like... Yeah. I guess there's like a deep tissue massage too then. Kind of. Maybe. 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 I, I was told if you're going to go to yo- goat yoga, wear not your fancy athletic wear. That's true. Wear right. some looser clothing that you don't mind getting a little muddy or maybe get little something, hoof, something a little something on. else. Yes, yeah. exactly. So <laughs> right. just, you know, dress appropriately. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where goat yoga is just fun. If you love animals, especially little baby goats. Oh my and gosh, you yeah. don't mind like moving around yeah. a little bit. 
You can do goat yoga. You get a great exercise. <laughs> you can relax and see some cute goats. Yeah, it's yeah. just a fun, you know, another experience. So Very one of these cool. days I'll get out there and do it. But yes. yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. So yeah, cool. I love this. animals. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. My wife and I, we, cats and dogs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Let's kind of throw it back to, you know, LVC because... For I think roughly 15 years or over 15 years, you were a uh, mental health consultant. You know, love to talk about that. Like you mentioned, you sure. got your, your master's degree in clinical psychology uh, and your licensed professional counselor. counselor. Yeah. 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 So I was a mental health counselor for, uh, I want to say like altogether, it's been like 17 years as a counselor, something like that. I've, I've been in the field for a really long time. I left the profession about a year ago when I started the yoga teacher training. I also had a daughter. Right around the time I had my daughter, I decided to work towards a career shift. And But the mental health counseling field, it's still within me. I, you know, I still use those skills, even in yoga. Yeah, so I got my undergrad psychology degree from LVC. I got my graduate clinical psychology degree from Millersville University. And then I became a licensed professional counselor um, at some point after that, okay. like right away. Yeah. Um, and then I, for the longest time, I worked at a couple of different agencies. The last one, um, I worked over at TW Panessa for a while. Okay. Like, yes. Um, I want to say like 12 years or no, uh, nine years, 12, nine years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it, it was, oh, wow. I was there for a while too. Why the transition to yoga? I mean, you have such a a long career, you know, in, in, in this field. And, and also were you nervous to make this jump and kind of get out? Yes. (laughs) I think, you know, I spent so many years in the mental health field and I loved it and I loved the people and it was very intrinsically rewarding for me for so many years. Um, that being said, you know, it was, uh, what is it? 20, 2020, the pandemic hit, Right. it was a lot. The mental health field got really different. I mean, it, there, people were very much in need of services for sure, but we couldn't be seeing each other face to face. So the in-person counseling sessions were completely cut off for a while. And we had to do a lot of telehealth. And so my job um, at the time of the pandemic, I was working with children and their families for a while, and it was very one-on-one hands-on kind of counseling Mm -hmm. and then when the pandemic hit I had to see them through a computer screen and it was just not the same yeah oh yeah it's (laughs) definitely not it became very stressful trying to help my clients you know get the help they need and do it not face-to-face it was just very hard to do yeah um and so I felt that I needed at least in my phase of life or uh, yeah at, the, at, at this time in my life to kind of take a transition and and take a break for whatever that meant to me anyway was to take a break and so I I had my daughter that year so August of 2020 I had my daughter and within that year I had um, left TW Panessa and then um, signed up for a yoga teacher training because I said you know what Stress is really high right now for Mm -hmm. everyone, including myself. I am stressed out. You know, 
maybe I should say like I was getting burned out. It's one of those things I still stumble over. I don't want to say that I was getting burned out, but yeah. I, I think I was getting burned, burned out. out. Yeah. And you have to realize, I think too, yeah. it's important to realize when it's like mm-hmm. you are getting burned out and it's, yes. like you said, it's not the same, you know, the face-to-face in-person meeting I think is mm-hmm. so much more powerful than any mm-hmm. Zoom or Teams or yeah. Anything like that. And it was so yeah. hard. And especially working with kids. Kids don't want to stare at you on a screen. Yeah, they want to see you in person. <laughs> they want right. to see me in person. Yeah. They want to see me sitting on the floor with them and playing exactly. and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And same with the parents. They don't want to just stare at a face, you know. Right. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just really weird. When you made the switch, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously you had a, a lot of things were going on in the world. And mm-hmm. also, you know, in your, your personal life, a lot of great things going on. What was the process like to to become a, a certified yoga instructor. Just going back just for a second. Please, yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So like the yoga switch was, I always thought to myself, you know, yoga always gave me a safe base. It gave me a place to, you know, when I was stressed out, when things didn't feel like they were going right, mm-hmm. I'd, I went back to my mat. I started to practice more yoga. Okay. Um, and so it was one of those thought process things where I said, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. It's been a really stressful time. Let me get back to yoga, whatever that looks like. So the yoga teacher training was something for me that I wasn't sure if I wanted to teach at the end of the training. I just know I wanted to learn more about yoga. I wanted to kind of immerse myself in yoga. So, um, you know, fast forward to that time, um, a little over last, a little bit more than a year ago, um, I signed up for the, it's probably been two years if I think about how long it took to get through the training, <laughs> but um, I signed up for this training, um, Studio B Power Yoga. Shout out Studio B Power yes, Yoga. They are pretty cool. They're in Lingolstown right now. Great trainers, great yoga teachers, and I didn't know exactly what to expect when I went into this yoga teacher training. Yeah. I went online and I, and I looked up like... Who's a good yoga teacher trainer? Yeah, okay. Just I, Google. Just I googled it, and yeah. I actually, I knew kind of. I used to go to a place called Yoga on Chocolate in Hershey, and Studio B kind of had yoga on chocolate for a while. Oh, so wow. it's it's kind of like they were connected, and I was like, well, I've been to that studio before. I'm gonna go with Studio B because I know I've taken classes with that group of people before. So right. it, it's going to be comfort good. level too. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, you know, and, and it got good, you know, looking online, it just looked like a really good program. And so, and it was, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, wanna, right. of course, cause you're sure. still doing it now. Yeah. yeah. It it's now. a phenomenal program. A program. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, and I think this is, could be a good tie in sometimes from like an outsider's perspective. Some people might look at yoga as being almost like, a click like right you have your certain mat and your certain outfit and and you know the group yeah. knows each other so well and all of a sudden here comes this random newcomer uh-huh. and they're like looked at it. is that like how is that how it is sometimes? it's there there's a culture and i would say it's a it's a small group and i would say most of the people out there teaching and and doing yoga are not like that so that's the that's the the trick to it so yeah like i i I heard this from friends before of like, is there like a mean girls vibe going on at some of these studios? And I would say, yes, sometimes. But for the most part, most of the people are super kind, super welcoming. If you get to know them, they're good people. Yeah. And you don't have to have a fancy mat. You can wear sweatpants. 
You do not have to have fancy clothes. Yeah. Even though, you know, some of the people might come in wearing those fancy clothes. Mm -hmm. You do not have to. Come as you are. Come as you are. And socialize and and be yourself. Most important that you're, you know, be comfortable. You know, be comfortable with what you're wearing. Be comfortable with your mat. Yeah. Being yourself. And it's a great social outlet period because if you go into a a yoga class and you're you know you're working out together you're breathing together you're moving and breathing together and the same doing the same routine there's this feeling of connection you get that you wouldn't feel anywhere else you almost have to experience it yourself to understand it a little bit like you're in sync almost it it makes sense because you know thinking about some of the other sports i've played like track and field is very individually based mm-hmm. um you know football is a, a team sport but mm-hmm. you're all doing different things where yes. yoga it's like like it's same movement same breathing yes and yeah. it's not a competitive sport right so it's such true. an individual personal thing too on the one hand you're doing this for yourself you're supposed to listen to your own body listen to your own breath but at the same time you're in this if you go into a studio to practice yoga you're kind of all doing it together and there's this camaraderie that happens that maybe you might have felt in another kind of team sport um, that you also get in yoga. So yeah, it, it helps to actually find a studio you like because yes. then you can f- have like a social connection with people too. You had touched on it, but let's yeah. go a little bit deeper. The type of yoga you teach again. It's um, a vinyasa flow vinyasa. yoga. Okay. Yeah. So vinyasa kind of means flow or connecting breath with movement. And I am substitute teaching over at, here's another plug, Brownstone Station Wellness Center. Um, I'm substitute teaching over there right now. And my classes are called Warm Vinyasa. Okay. And where is this located? This is in Hummelstown. Oh, Hummelstown. Right across from the the soda jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Go down the street there. It's not far at all. Okay. Very easy to get to. (laughs) Where do you see like your business being in the future? Like what would be a goal? I would say, you know, I, I love to, I love to teach, um, and I love to practice yoga. So finding a good balance there is super key. I want to try to teach more in my community. I know there's not a lot that I know of in Lebanon, but, um, I kind of foresee myself trying to reach out to my community and teach, you know, in this area more, you know, the closest I've been teaching is Hummelstown. I am also teaching at a community center in a 55 plus neighborhood okay. um, in Lebanon. So I was able, I was able to get kind of to reach out there, Yeah. but I, I feel like more community yoga, like more of a public space would yeah. be good for me. I do have to kind of wait and see how my daughter, like with my daughter, she's number one priority, of course. So if, Figuring out how to fit my yoga stuff in with her schedule is going to be ideal. It's crucial, right? Yeah, it's very important. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, my, my wife and I actually just had our first a baby girl. Now oh, she's ten months, so she's she's a baby. Yeah, but I know exactly what you mean. It's like yeah. your your whole world is around your child, yes. you know, and, and you have to go about your your daily routine differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not yeah. all about you anymore. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. And yeah. some of the people, because when Colleen had reached out, she's like, hey. You know, Julie's in the area. She's looking for places. And two that I can think of off the bat, I don't know if you've tried reaching out and I might be able to get some emails. I know the one I can, but like the YMCA with uh, Phil Tipton. 
I know like someone teaches over there. Yeah. And I don't know who it is, but it would be nice for me to reach out to know who it is to kind of be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they do multiple classes. I feel yeah. like that could be a good, uh, yeah. good connection, especially yeah. with your background, you know, in, in mental health mm-hmm. as well and, and dealing with, with, with children and things like that. Yeah, um, the yeah. other one, a little bit more familiar it's a nonprofit 501c called uh, Nick Services. Nick Services. Okay. Yeah, so Nick stands for New Image Camps for Kids. Oh, yeah, so okay. it's it's right here in Lebanon County. They've been around, my gosh, for for many years now. I don't I don't know the exact yeah. number, but it's it's all about the youth here in Lebanon mm-hmm. and they do they they will fund and raise funds for the children to do art classes, karate, mm-hmm. um, music, equestrian. So all across the board, and I know they right. just recently opened up their own space their own studio um very nice you know new flooring new walls bathroom a little uh kitchen i think it's ac you know uh, ac and things like Mm -hmm, that heat and everything mm -hmm. so i think that could be good and that's um richard and and gordon okay um so i'm gonna try to get you in touch with them okay i feel like it could be a really good opportunity and and guys if you're listening you know i think julia could be a really really good fit Mm -hmm. for you um and they're always looking for for members and what's nice about it is they have a good group of people it could be a, a good opportunity okay, so yeah, yeah that's yeah. neat okay i love that yeah yeah i am kind of wanting to reach out and kind of see what's out there so it, it that's super helpful and i think right now you know i'm substitute teaching just to kind of have a little bit more wiggle room with my daughter but yeah i'm really open to seeing what else is out there just to kind of be like is it plan ahead for what my future yeah. yoga teaching career looks like exactly yeah. and, and you, you know you can there's so many opportunities and different uh-huh. ways you can go about it now, one of the questions, because my wife asked, she's like, well, maybe I'd like to take a class. Mm-hmm. How can the average person get in touch with you and mm-hmm. get one, like take one of your classes? Okay. Yeah. So I do have a Facebook page. It's um, Yoga with Julia J. You would type that in to kind of find me. Um, there is like a purple lotus logo that pops up. So you'll kind of see that. And then you'll see my picture and some of the photos as well. And that's a public Facebook page. Um, so you can kind of message me on that. Um, I, yeah, I substitute teach over at Brownstone station, like I, like I said. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm open to people reaching out through Facebook and that's, that's fine. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Uh, so what yeah. motivates you day in and day out to be the best version of yourself? What motivates me day in and day out? Oh my goodness. Um, I would say, I mean, of course, just being able to stop a lot of, t- I have a little like affirmation that I say to myself every morning. I wake up and um, it's just three words. It's breathe, be present, love. Those are the three things I remind myself to do every day. So if I can stop and breathe, stay in the present moment, just take everything in, take time to take it all in, right? Mm-hmm. And my guiding, you know, my guiding uh, motivator is to just make sure I give and uh, make sure I love myself and love other people. That's it. That's it. And what would you say you are most passionate about in life? Most passionate. And a lot of times a motivation and passion ties it, in. It but, is. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I'm most passionate about helping people feel that they are important, that they are loved. I think that's one of the, the passions for me. Um, I'm motivated to, you know, that's why I've done mental health counseling for years. That's why I'm teaching yoga and doing yoga. 
because I feel like it's so important, mm-hmm. you know, take that wellness is such a huge thing too. You know, just taking care of yourself is so vital, I think. Oh, yeah. I would agree, especially yeah. since COVID, since 20, you know, the yeah. pandemic and how that has impacted everyone. And uh, like you said, being shut in for almost two years, really, yeah. and how that affects people, whether they're, like I said, elderly or, or right. the youth uh, of, of America. It's uh, Like how to cope with that. Correct, yeah. yeah. Just, how do you cope uh, with that stress and everything? different, yeah. Yoga could be a, a key for some people out there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure if you had brought any any items. I know the shirt we talked about. I got which my I thought, shirt. I think yeah. it's awesome, yeah. <laughs> so there'll be pictures on, on American Grown Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. I thought that's yeah. awesome. And those are different poses. Yeah, those are all the different yoga poses. Um, not all of them, but okay, right. there's a bunch of them on here. It's, it's the American flag. And instead of the red stripes, it's different yoga poses um, in red. But it's perfect. Poses. It's yeah, perfect for the, for the podcast and everything. Yeah, <laughs> for the American Grown podcast. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and how can our listeners, you know, connect with you and follow along in your journey? You know, I know you mentioned the Facebook. Just shout that out again. Yeah. So, um, I have a Facebook page, Yoga with Julia J. Um, you can type that into your search bar and look me up and I post videos, I post pictures, quotes, you know, here and there. Of course, again, I keep bringing up my daughter, but it is a thing like the posting, you know, sometimes I have to post with her right there. So you might not get them every single week, but it, I pop them up every once in a while. Very so, good. And yeah. do you do, I just thought about it, maybe mm-hmm. something you could do. Do you do any videos on there? Like how to, how to videos? I do. Yeah. There's a couple of how to videos, like how to do, get into certain poses. I have a couple of like warm up sequences. Um, how to do a sun salutation is in there. Okay. Wait, what's a sun salutation? Sun sal- if you go to a yoga class, you should definitely know how to do one. It's a sequence and it it's something you do in the beginning of a, of a yoga practice and it helps to warm your body up and stretch it out before you get into the more challenging poses. There's poses that fit inside the sun salutation. So oh, okay. yeah, it's, it's a thing. I, I have yeah. no clue. Yeah. It's hard for me sun to... Sun salutation. Yeah. My, my mind just goes to, and this is so yeah. random, but uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> just a sun setting and just like a wave maybe like salutation like hi i don't know hi, that's son. yeah i know yoga is such an ancient practice yeah. it comes from that so there is like this whole like saluting the sun thing that that's where in sanskrit it kind of comes from that that makes sense um but yeah it's been westernized yeah you know, we still do the sun salutations though okay yeah. very important very important i wonder how long yoga has been around so many years thousands the egyptians were probably doing it like way back it's a long time ago yes i can't i wish i knew exactly but it's like thousands of years old yeah wild so before we close out Mm -hmm. is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners check out my facebook page yeah i look forward to seeing some of you in some of my classes you know look for my name julia jurley um, in some of the studio, like Brownstone Station, I'll have my name up in some of the classes. So check me out. Julia Jurley, yoga instructor and mental health consultant on the American Grown podcast in the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Great. Yeah, High five. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> to see photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin 
at AmericanGrownPod at gmail.com.